Welcome back to Movie Rewrite. Tonight, today, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> we are going to talk about Mortal Kombat Legends Scorpion's Revenge. Yay, finally. Woo! A Mortal Kombat we can get behind. Yes. Finally. The one we've deserved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A Mortal Kombat that's animated, but nonetheless, pretty good. Let the battle begin. After the vicious slaughter of his family by Stone Cold Steve Austin. God, let me start over. Stone Cold Mercenary Sub-Zero, Hanzo Hasashi, is exiled to the torturous Nether Realm. There, in exchange for his servitude to the sinister Quan Chi, he's given a chance to avenge his family and is resurrected as Scorpion. A lost soul bent on revenge. Back on Earthrealm, Lord Raiden gathers a team of elite warriors. Shaolun monk Liu Kang, special forces officer Sonya Blade, and action star Johnny Cage. An unlikely band of heroes with one chance to save humanity. To do this, they must defeat Shang Tsung's horde of outworld gladiators and reign over the Mortal Kombat tournament. Prepare to witness the bone-crushing action in this all-new Mortal Kombat Legends animated feature. And it is bone-crushing. It is rated R. Strong, bloody violence throughout and some language. You bet your sweet bippy there's some strong violence in this. The uh, first five to eight minutes is um, brutal, to say the least. Yeah, definitely. I could almost stop there and be like, I don't need the rest of the movie. I saw this. <laughs> Seriously, like the, the intro itself is just amazing. Just a little battle between Scorpion and Sub-Zero. It's mm-hmm. just... Actually, it's not even that. It's just the raid of the clan and Scorpion just popping off is... Yeah. Okay, well, I've got, I've got some questions. But first, let's just say, released in 2020, DVD Direct, right? Holy cow, that only just came out last year. Yeah, this is a fairly new movie. Honestly, I so feel, I feel like it came out in 19, but wow. No, I mean, okay. Mm, essentially, this was kind of being made and the finishing polishes had to be put on it when this 2021 version was in production, you would imagine. Yeah. Maybe not. So our director for this animated film is Ethan Spaulding, and he has done some of the TV series of Avatar The Last Airbender, Scooby-Doo. Oh. Like Raggy. Raggy? Raggy is Mortal Kombat. You Thundercats. Yeah, so Scooby-Doo, Camp Scare, Scooby-Doo, Legend of the Phantasaur, some Looney Tunes, Son of Batman, Batman, Assault on Arkham, Justice League, Throne of Atlantis, some Mike Tyson Mysteries, uh, Lego Scooby-Doo, some more Lego... No. Freedom Fighters, I don't know what that is. Dude, Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island. Scooby-Doo Zombie Island, I thought was a pretty good movie when that came out. Yeah. And then 2020, Mortal Kombat, Scorpion's Revenge. I don't know how one finds themselves solely directing animated, but he seems to be pretty good at his job. Agreed. So, keep on. And I guess I am late to the animated party. I know this isn't a new way to have a movie you know a a full feature length movie but i'm all for doing these more often yeah with properties and i think they are becoming more and more 
easier to do. I mean, I guess an example right now would be uh, Pacific Rim has also got a Netflix series that's animated. You know, I'm sure it costs a lot less to do that. Well, yeah. And you can get a lot more creative with it as well and kind of do what you want, Mm -hmm. I suppose, and make it how you want. Well, I mean, there's a lot you can do with a graphic than having to have physical people then do CGI. Yeah, I'm to the point now where we should just stop trying to adapt anything that is animation or video game and just either go video game to animation or just stop at animation because I don't know if you saw, but um, Powerpuff Girls. Live action, bro. Never got into that. And um, what network is uh, this going to be on? I don't know. All right, I really don't. We'll see. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, before we go off on a different tangent, real quick, our writing credits. You got Jeremy Adam, or yeah, Jeremy Adams, Ed Boon, John Tobias. Those last two were video game. You know, they created the video game. Um, this Jeremy Adams guy, just real quick as writer. Uh, he's got a lot of like Hot Wheels City, Justice League, um, Lego Scooby-Doo TV show, uh, Green Lantern, Lantern, the animated series. Uh, current, uh, oh, Scooby-Doo Return to Zombie Island. Oh, oh do we see a... Uh, a combo here? Yeah, writing, writing Package duo. Package deal. Oh, some Supernatural. We've come full circle, man. Oh, yeah. Full circle. Uh, let's see here. He did the script for Batman Soul of the Dragon, uh, Scooby-Doo, the Sword, and the Scoob. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and then Justice Society, World War II completed. I don't know what that is, but that is that. Oh, that's cool, man. So this guy has covered written stuff that we've talked about and have liked. So good. Uh, our cast, we've got Jennifer Carpenter playing Sonya Blade, Joel McHale uh, playing Johnny Cage. Ika Amadi, Jax Bridge, Steve Bloom, uh, Sub-Zero, Art Butler, Shang Tsung, and let's see here, Kano, Robin Atkin Downs, and he also plays Chinook, uh, Raiden, Dave B. Mitchell. So, I mean, uh, Liu Kang, Jordan Rodriguez. Uh, Scorpion is played by Patrick Zitz. We've got known people i think jennifer Car- yeah. carpenter and joel McHale are probably the ones that i know the most the rest of them i'm really not 100 percent sure of what their things are but you know it is what it is at this point so mortal Kombat, scorpion's revenge bro um i just have a question up front about the timeline i will grant you the first five minutes of this movie are great they're action-packed, they're brutal, and how dare you kill a child. <laughs> but the way this is... Is this a current event? Because once we get past this, we're all of a sudden, like, modern. So did this happen in the past, or is this also... like Is this happening concurrently of what's going on with, like, Raiden and Johnny and all of this stuff? Or does it not matter? <clears throat> I would want to say it's in concurrent with okay. that. I mean, not entirely sure. I, I mean, honestly, the... but I mean, I would want to say it's probably close to 
the time of like the events after that. Because granted, this movie what clocks in at what eighty minutes. It's not super long. I mean, it gets to it very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess my the, the point of that question is like I just I don't know because these guys have such interesting fighting styles and like discipline that I felt like it was more old world than modern. And I'm not saying you can't have old world now, but I don't know. To me, well, the, the whole thing felt. I mean, it's probably some village in Japan somewhere. I mean, I don't know. I know that there's, you know, places around the world still to this day that aren't, you know. Super modern. Right. Okay. I mean, I don't know how far out that goes, like, in Japan. But I would assume it probably would be earlier days anyways. Because I feel like that's when, like, the original like story of those guys probably would have happened, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I guess I got the impression or whatnot from like, you know, like other... are there still clans around, you know, like is the Clan yeah. Lin Kuei clan, and you know, like I, I, I have no idea. Maybe the twenty twenty one version will give me a little bit more substance to this. I, I guess also I have a question of why does it have to be Sub Zero's clan that does? Should we just should we get to the twist of this right now? So that we can understand the rest of this movie. Sure. So it's uh, who's this guy? I... Well, well, I was gonna say, <clears throat> do you really need to reveal that? Because the original well, story literally involves Sub Zero, though. Well, I know, but I guess the the turn is is this wasn't Sub. It's, it's it's it was Quan Chi posing as Sub Zero. Yeah. So I, my question is, why did it have to be that? Because man. You might not like me after this podcast. I I like this movie, right? Because there it's are like, some things I was like, well, cause we're it's, just it's like how well because if you think I see what you're saying because if you look back after knowing that, then why did Quan Chi set up Scorpion the way he did? Like, what was his goal? Was to get mm, Chinooks. It was, yeah, something to free. But why did he need, like, I don't know. I don't know why he needed anyone to do that. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a really weird turn of events. So, the whole, I guess the through line to this whole movie is Sub-Zero's story. And our sub-story, or subplots is the gathering of the Earth Realm fighters. And this goes back to my complaints with the other two movies of, we have the distinctions in the realms, and doesn't isn't it established in this one that each realm is is bringing fighters to Mortal Kombat to compete, but one realm is only after Earth Realm, and I still go back to is it one person wins ten fights? Like this this gathering has got a lot of people from I guess different realms, right? And Earth Realm brings three. Uh, and he really and Raiden doesn't really. This movie Raiden does not fight for them. Mm-mm. He stops some shenanigans going on, but he's kind of just off to the side. But I do like that he is at least training Liu Kang mm-hmm. to do this. I guess I got some questions of still like I'm not exactly sure the rules of this tournament and how it all works. And I maybe I just need I to shut my brain off. I think and it's not worry the about round. It. Yeah, true. But I I count. 
It's probably just the realm in general, not like one. Well, maybe it is one fire because that is it's his champion, which was Goro. Like who else from his realm was fighting besides Goro? Well, yeah, and so it goes back to so if this is all like the big gathering, can you have multiple realms competing to take over each other? So I guess it's like it, it's issuing a challenge of what realm was trying to take over Earth, whatever outworld yeah so if out as outworld essentially challenging earth and saying hey if you can't beat us in 10 consecutive fights we're taking you over and earth realm was like bound to accept the challenge like they have to i, I guess so Liu king wins I, I guess i'm I'm just talking if Liu king wins in the ninth or tenth fight it the whole thing is just for not like it's over until the next millennia or whatever, the next yep. generation. Mm-hmm. And then Nether Realm or Outworld has to start from one again. Mm, yes. That's as far as I understand that's it a, as well. And maybe I'm just making up because that's how it makes sense in my head. But I, <laughs> I mean, again, makes sense to me as again, well. Earth Realm is bringing three fighters, but Liu Kang is the only one who can really defend Earth Realm then? Yes. Okay. Sure. Because he's supposed to take out Shao Kahn. All right. You're right. <laughs> that's You're right. That's um, what Rain said. Okay. So. Uh, let's talk about our characters, man. Mm. Our Earthrealm characters. We have got Sonya Blade. How do you feel about this portrayal? Yeah. Like it? Yeah. Okay. Johnny Cage. Really like. Joel McHale nails this one. Mm-hmm. I like the guy. He played a real scumbag <laughs> for real for, for this part. It's they, so funny. Yeah, and then uh, Liu Kang. I mean, he's I'm there. Not Tom Cruise here. <laughs> oh, is that was trying to do a stunt. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I act. I don't do stunts. I'm not Tom Cruise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. How does Sonya get to the boat? I I like that they incorporate this boat to get to Shang Tsung's island, kind of like the first movie. We Sonya's beating the shit out of some dude. Get, I don't know why for what reason. It really doesn't matter. Some sort of street fight. Sure. And then she gets on the boat. Uh, Johnny Cage is kind of down on his luck and money, and he gets a phone call saying, "Go here. It's a movie." So he goes to the boat. So the three of them kind of get a rapport going. You know, Johnny Cage is always trying to hit in Sonya, and Sonya's like, get out of here. Nuh-uh, nuh-uh. So they get to the island. Holy cow, dude. So Scorpion tries to get Chinook's amulet because of reasons. Um, and Raiden's like, no, 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 you don't want to do that, dude. You're, Dude, he's speaking in riddles. I really don't like that. Who, Raiden? Yeah, like, just be straight up. Like, dude, you take this amulet, like, you're just unleashing hell. He wasn't speaking in riddles, though. No? It made perfect sense. No, he's like, okay. you're a free man. Like, like don't... I don't know. The The way he spoke was pretty much saying, like, like don't do it. It's just going to create more problems later on. And he's like, you're a free man, but, like, do what you want, you know? And you really think this will bring your family back? Right. So that's when he's like, true... And then oh, does what he wants to do. I'm sorry. I can't believe we are going to skip this. We got to backtrack to another uh, realm here. Scorpion dies by getting oh, ice yeah. shoved through him from yes. Sub-Zero after watching his son get killed. 
Mm-hmm. He is now in what did they call this place? Because it's not Nether hell. Realm. Nether Realm, and is about to be tortured. Mm-hmm. And he straight up murks the torturer, and then presumably kills every. I'm going to call them demons. Yeah. In this realm to get to Quan Chi. Quan Chi. And Quan Chi's like, what did he say? Took you longer than I thought. Yeah. So this goes back to why? Like, I get we got to have a story. Uh, A movie's got a movie. Yep. I get it. But if you have got super beings kind of at your ready, why is it you go. And pretend to be Sub Zero to get his clan to go murder this other clan, and then proceed to kill, who will then be Sub or Scorpion, to send him to a tournament to re- get an amulet. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why he needs Scorpion to get that amulet, or just Scorpion, like literally, like why specifically Scorpion or anyone in general? Like I don't. Is it because? He doesn't so, want to try doing it, and if he fails, he doesn't want to look bad for Shang Tsung. Like, I, I don't know. So can I ask you a, a, a rewrite question here? Why not just have it be Sub-Zero? Because here, here's my problem. Is Sub-Zero a human being with supernatural powers, like a um, Liu Kang where he can shoot fire or whatever else these people can do? Mm-hmm. So... Why not just tell the story from the lens of? I, I guess what I'm saying is I'd rather have been have this be like an old world issue, and Sub Zero's clan either I don't know for reason whatever reasons killed Scorpion's clan. Scorpion goes another realm and he's down there for a long, long time, but he's always trying to battle his way out and never succeeds. And each time, like, he becomes a better fighter. Like, he was already a good fighter, but he's just perfecting it. And he gets noticed, like, all right, you know what? We do have Mortal Kombat coming up. Here you go. Here's your shot. And then, again, do we go back to, should Sub-Zero have died in this, too? And then he goes somewhere else and then gets his powers to fight in a tournament? Like, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like the start of this is just a little too convenient for how it plays out. True. Like, am I wrong? No. Because I guess I want to see a little bit more contention between those two. Like, they already know each other, but I really want to see, like, more hatred of, like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say exactly. I, I don't know why they had to be a fake sub, Sub-Zero to well, yeah, do this. Well, yeah, because it could have... Uh, yeah, because even in the original story, that happened. So it's like, why, yeah, like, he still could have just had it be the real Sub-Zero. So when he gets, like, yeah, when he when Quan Chi's like, all right, well, I'll um, you can fight a Mortal Kombat, you win, or you get this amulet. Like I'll give you everything you want, and your family back, everything. And uh, he's like, call me Scorpion. And I was like, oh, are we gonna have a cutscene to where his name gets smashed down onto some uh, <laughs> dog tags? <laughs> Like in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, I don't know why I've got this thing with the X-Men movies when we talk about Mortal Kombat, but I do. <laughs> Call me Wolverine. Uh, a scorpion. A scorpion. 
Scorpion. Wolverpine. Wolverpine? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Back to the boat. They get to Shang Tsung's island. Sonya Blade is still... We still have this weird subplot of... She's chasing Black Dragons. Kano. Oh Kano. Again. Can't remember that guy's name. Kano. Hmm. Is there and uh, the whole time Johnny thinks this is just a great film set. Yeah, he is just so out of it and egotistical. He doesn't realize what's going on, <laughs> and it's great. Yeah, it's hilarious actually. Yeah. So, Kano brings out Jax to fight Goro, and this is goes back to the first movie. Like, this is just a little taster of of things to come, mm-hmm. of how this is gonna go. Like, here's my champion. Uh, again, I go back to, is Goro's the big bad to fight? So who are the grunts everybody fights to get to Goro that he has on Mu- Shang Tsung? Yeah, it must be all the other fighters of Shang Tsung or something. All right. I, I have no idea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they fight. It's no contest because, uh, guess what? Goro's got four arms. And again... Towers, I gotta think, seven feet tall. Yeah, something like that, at least. And, um, dude. What happens to Jax? So, finish him. Uh, he's holding him, pulling his arms, and eventually shreds him off. Just yanks him out. Yeah, we get some pretty good, um,. Like x-ray vision of muscles and tendon and everything. Just ripping. And he pulls these dudes' arms out. And um, Raiden shows up. Does he close them? Like burn them with his electricity? Yeah. Yeah, he closes up the wounds. And then he gets dragged off by Kano again. And this whole time there's a force field so no one can get in but Raiden. And again, Raiden's allowing this to happen. So I don't know what's going on with that. (laughs) It's like, all right, whatever. So... They just kind of say, like, hey, we're all here for Mortal Kombat. And Shang Tsung's like, all right, we already picked out your, um, like, the matchups. Mm-hmm. So does Raiden have to, like, send in who his fighters are? Hey, I'm bringing three, and here, here are their names. Probably. Put them on the um, bracket, please. Yeah. All right. Get them on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> well, where the hell is Kano in these fights, man? True. Ah. Uh... So Johnny Cage is fighting Baraka. They get teleported to, I don't know, some freaking... Top of some building. Yeah. Johnny still is kind of like, weird, how did I get here? Someone slipped me a roofie. All right, let's film this movie. And it takes him a little while to realize that Baraka is just not a person in costume. It's real, and he's about to get murdered. This isn't really a great fight. It's more of him running around... The building just kind of blows up, and he is able to... <laughs> Fuck, dude. Yeah, he's just able to get out of there barely. Yeah, he jumps out of a window, and, uh, yeah, you're like, what is what is that all about? Because it wasn't a super great fight, so Brocka just dies in the, in, the, in the explosion. Yeah. And as the building tumbles, Johnny Cage... Toasty! Yep. Doesn't say toasty. it like that, but he's like, toasty. Sonya uh, is fighting a pseudo-predator, right? Yes. I don't know much about these characters as they go on the video Reptile. games. I don't know if this is something they do. Um, yeah. 
so she freaking kills reptile and is this when she has that sweet line is this when the, you fuck with the blade you f- oh yeah, you fuck with the blade you, you get, get cut. cut yeah after she freaking yeah just dispatches <laughs> reptile who is invisible off and on, and she's still able to. Yeah. So, all right, badass. Blaze is straight badass in this. Yeah. Ain't no freaking messing around in this uh, one. Uh, it is funny because as, as the movie progresses, like, she doesn't believe Johnny Cage can fight, and she's mm-hmm. always kind of protecting him a little bit, like, yep. getting him out of harm's way because he seems oblivious to everything and never ever takes him seriously. Uh, then we go on. Liu Kang is fighting Katana. Mm hmm. And emerges as the winner when she yields. Okay. Th- this was the problem I had with the first movie. Because this is kind of playing the same. That's Liu Kang's first fight too as Katana, right? Mm, and the yeah. same thing happens as she yields. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, man. This is Mortal Kombat. You yeah. ain't yielding a fight. True. It's It's got to be one of them. But apparently it's allowed. Yeah. I Can, can someone find the rule book to Mortal Kombat? Because I really want to know, like... Do you have to finish them? You apparently can just yield. Like, do you even have to fight? What happens if you don't fight? Is there a penalty? Like, what's... Like, that's not fair because Liu Kang has to fight Goro to defend Earthrealm. Like, he can't right. yield. Mm-hmm. So is this basically saying if everybody yields to get to... Say even Goro just like, I'll just yield. Like, it's just over. Like, it's so anticlimactic. Right? Just to have a, just to be able to have a yield in there. But, like, well, but I'm pretty sure Katana is a good person. So why is she here? Uh, is this all we really see of her? Like she's I think pretty much Shao gone. Khan, I, mean, I think yeah. I think it's, I think it's, I think it has something to do with Shao Kahn. Okay. I think she's. I'm pretty sure she's the daughter uh-huh. of Shao Kahn. Really, and, and I believe Melina is a uh, clone of Katana that is used uh, with uh, Baraka's. Oh, no, stop! I'm gonna stop you there before you freaking just make people mad. She's the princess of Outworld and the adopted daughter of the Emperor Shao Kahn. Boom. She has a twin sister, Melina. Boom. All right, and personal bodyguard and best friend Jade, always at her side. Boom. There you go. See, I was pretty close. You're pretty close. Ste- yeah, adopted. Well, oh, okay. again though, if she's a princess, why is she here fighting Mortal? Why is she know. defending Outworld? I don't know. Oh wait, is Outworld? Wait, she was the princess of Outworld. Is that what I just said? Got it. Yeah. I am terrible. So that's why she was fighting Liu Kang. So her and Goro are fighting for Outworld. Then mm-hmm. again, that goes back to you can't do that. You just made it easier for Liu Kang to like True. go up a level, man. You can't be like, oh, I yield. Just move on through. You can go to the next level. Who does Liu Kang fight after this anyway? Anyways, we'll just continue with this. Kano has been asked by Shang Tsung to bring in his assassins to infiltrate the island and kill them. But guess what? Scorpion fucking kills them all, man. And... He finds one guy out in the... Okay, I'm sorry. I keep getting backtracking here. Sonya Blade freaking has kicked Cage so hard in the testicles. <laughs> I don't know how he's not puking them up. For real. But hey, it's an animated movie. <laughs> yeah. She gets him twice pretty good each time. So, uh, all right. These um 
Black Dragon assassins are there. Scorpion finds one like out in the woods, kills him, but puts on like his armor and then goes and uh, infiltrates and then just starts murking them left and right. It's a pretty great fight scene. Yeah. All the fight scenes are pretty great. Yeah, I mean, top notch. It's all good. And then, man, this the plot is really like short. Guaranteed, the rank time's not great, but mm-hmm. this has a lot of stopping during the fight, and it does. So it had to be like Mortal Kombat, what nine and ten when they introduced like the X ray. Yeah, or was it even eleven? I no, I think it was before eleven. But yeah, I mean, it, somewhere in there. Yeah, with the X ray shenanigans. Yeah, so this movie stops cold at to to show you as a punch or whatever comes in mm-hmm. to give you the x-ray bone snap blood splurt whatever else is happening just to make it that much uh, cooler it's, because it's so great it's a mortal combat and that's what the games are known for mm-hmm. why wouldn't you have it in the movie exactly all right so they do that um sub-zero shows up and be and is like, hey Kano, what the shit, man? You're you're ruining this whole tournament. Mm-hmm. And Scorpion loses his shit because this is why he's here. He mm-hmm. finally has a chance. He goes after him, and Sub Zero has got no idea what's going on because plot twist. It wasn't Sub Zero. It wasn't Chinook the whole time. Well. It was Chinook that, at the beginning of the movie. This is the real Sub-Zero. He has no idea what's going on. <laughs> this goes back to the, the killing of Sub-Zero. How does he die, dude? <laughs> he is uh, tackled off the side of, I don't know, like a bridge or something. Uh-huh. And, yeah... Impales both of them into a spike strip. Would you say that Not is... Not a spike strip, but like into a spike. Like the spike pits. Like from the video game, uh-huh. right? Yes. Yeah. And then... Oh my gosh. I Who is this guy again? Quan Chi. Shows up and he's like, Ha. It was me the whole time, dude. Now you're just down here to die. But he, Scorpion at this point had not gotten this amulet, right? Right. All right, so Quan Chi is just kind of like, cool, bro, you didn't do what I asked, and now you're dead. But he acts like a huge dick about it. Yeah, for real. And do we want to explain why he chose the name Scorpion? Because he's talking to his kid at the beginning of the movie, and we're watching a scorpion fight off an anthill. Yeah, and it it says, I forget, but yeah, it, it rings when he's like sitting there, and then that's like his like motivation to yeah, like no matter what, like the scorpion's always fighting. Essentially, like never give up yeah. is the motto. So he is impaled and facing down, and he <laughs> he Shimmies starts up. shimming himself up, and then it cuts because we're already unfortunately getting to the end of this movie, mm-hmm. and um. So while this is going on, uh, Sonya runs after Kano because they got to rescue Jax. Uh, Liu Kang is like, yeah, I got to go fight Goro. And Johnny Cage is like, what am I supposed to do? And Liu's like, 
follow your destiny. I'm pretty sure it's with her. Yes. So he he is running after. So he's behind her. So he she gets to this weird, I don't know, prison thing, prison mm-hmm. hallway. Yeah. Where Kano's got jacks and he opens up all the doors and there's all these monsters, and she's holding her own for a while mm-hmm. until Johnny Cage shows up. Yep. And holy shit, does Johnny can Johnny Cage fight? <laughs> Can't cage the cage, Can't dude. Cage. <laughs> Yeah, she was blown away that he showed showed up and that can actually hold his own and is helping her out. Uh, you're in the cage with Johnny. <laughs> Just remember, I'm not in here with you. You're in here with me. Mm-hmm. And so they fight, fight, and um, they get to Jax. And Sonya, what does she do to K- Kano? Just knocks him out? It's a pretty quick fight. Yeah. But then on the way out, Jack's freaking head stomps him. Yeah. Which. Deserved. Yeah. You kidnapped me and gave me to the guy who ripped my arms off. The least I can do is uh, smash your head. So. Talked about this. So this plot synopsis says that he was manipulated. The Ling Kuei, that's Sub Zero's clan, mm-hmm. into doing his bidding, and that the real Sub Zero had no part in the massacre. Right. So Scorpion removes himself from the spike to exact revenge. We kind of talked about. So we're at the the end of the tournament. Liu Kang is fighting Goro. Fighting Goro. To this. Th- <laughs> and he's actually holding his own for a while. Uh. But we kind of get the impression Goro's just toying with him, right? Mm hmm. We get to a point where Raiden's watching, and he's like, "I don't know, man. You should. My fighter's pretty good." And Shang well, Tsung's like, "All right, yeah, all right. Well, my dude's got four arms, but okay." And dude, well, it's a great use of the four arms because, like, the bottom two grab Liu King by the waist, mm-hmm. the top ones grab each arm, and we're starting to pull. And at this point, first time seeing this movie, yeah, first time seeing it, no idea what was coming next. You don't expect a double mm, arm rip in a movie, especially true. to Liu Kang. But going but back, not this. <laughs> well, no, but going back and like I've watched like some of the stuff with the other games. Like Liu Kang dies, like in the beginning cutscene of a video game where he's not even a playable character anymore. Mm. And so, you're like, well, at this point, I mean, you can do anything you want. Right. You can rewrite. You can shimmy and shake anything for these movies. So nothing's off the table. But he doesn't because what happens to Goro? <laughs> okay, so the first time I saw this, I literally this was like the last thing I would have expected to happen. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All of a sudden it's just clipped to an X-ray shot of Scorpion Spear entering the back of his skull, coming out of his mouth, and then him ripping it back. And when he rips it back, the skin of his front face stays and he like rips his skull back out. So the most insane scene of like the whole movie. (laughs) Just ridiculous. It's just a flap of skin just (laughs) flap in there and it's got no bone or anything to hold it up. Oh, it's just brutal. And it's just, okay. This goes back to this tournament is invalid, right? You pretty much. This, I it's mean, been... Scorpion has shown up 
and has ruined the end fight. There's no way you can say Liu Kang won, right? Can you? Is no. this like over now? Or is it like, all right, well, we got away another generation. We'll, no, we'll start round nine again. Well, yeah. So, well, how did that work? Because cause I, I think the way they said it is technically Scorpion like won. And then... <laughs> or no, actually, they didn't even... No, that's not even what happened. Because after that, they were talking... And Scorpion says, I'm here for Quan Chi. And then that's when Shang Tsung's like, fight uh, fight Liu Kang. And then Quan Chi's yours. Well, this- so, yeah, they kind of just ignored the fact that Scorpion just like, okay. threw the whole thing. Here we go. The, so Shang Tsung ad- admits or attempts to have Scorpion fight Liu. But Scorpion takes... Shang Tsung hostage and willingly forfeits his status as a fighter, securing Liu's position as the victor. So okay, so I guess technically, then Scorpion was fighting for Outworld. That counted as I guess a win for Outworld or something, or, or not, or Nether Realm. And then I guess he had to fight Liu Kang for some reason. Yeah, but you can't be, just all of a sudden. I, that doesn't make sense. I, uh, it's a shim sham. Yeah, because. Then, dude, literally, I need a bracket. I really do. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think kind of what it comes down to is I don't even think the story of like the game is super concrete. So, I, I feel like I this would know. have been a great opportunity to maybe lay that out a little bit better, just because you got a little bit of time. It's an animated movie. I I can spend some some time having this tournament fully explained a little bit i mean i get i'm probably being a little nitpicky and it's not it shouldn't be this clear cut but when you're saying the fate of realms depends right. on these fights like scorpion just can't all of a sudden kill goro right. in the middle of like technically the just final fight reasons yeah and then have him substitute him like well now you got to fight scorpion well no like so if hypothetically if scorpion and Liu Kang were to fight Scorpion wins. That's one win for Nether Realm to take over Earth Realm. So sure. does that mean Outworld still has like its nine victories? I don't know. So then, what if Liu Kang wins? Like, does that mean that's only one win towards Earth Realm taking over Nether Realm? Exactly. Or that's like, what can I'm you saying, say? Because like, I don't understand like how that yeah. really works. Doesn't or, really make a whole lot of sense. Or is it if you if you're on the tenth fight but lose it, like it just automatically docks you back down to zero hey Maybe. ed boone and company i need this laid out for me i don't know why it just bothers me but it does and i think it's because i know there's a new movie coming out and i really need yeah. this shit explained to me for real like hold my hand draw me a picture in crayon i don't care explain how this works because you've got the rules but i feel like you're also not following those rules that's a problem for me uh, Shang Soon, Shang Soon, Shang Soon, Shang Soon goes back to Outworld, uh, and Raiden <coughs> explains that because of his magic, all of a sudden being gone, this <coughs> island is gonna start doing whatever, collapse, disappear, uh, and then they all, the art, the Earth people, Earth realm people, get on the boats. Um, we get a Scorpion and Quan Chi fight, which is pretty good. Yeah, I was gonna say actually, I, th- this this one was yeah. 
I say the Goro in this one were probably like the best ones. What was so great about this one? I'm not sure I remember exactly. So when he finally was um, finishing killing Quan Chi, he he throws his spear through like his like midsection, his like stomach area, uh-huh. and it goes out the back. And I think he and then that's when he's like, "Get over here!" Pulls him in, and then I think he like. He like grabs him by like the neck or the head or something, and then he like rips his like skull and like spine out, Ooh. and then he like takes his his like face mask off, you know, and reveals the skull, and he burns him. Nice, that's yes. ringing a bell. <laughs> yep. Uh, um, yeah, good stuff. Quan Chi is like substitute watcher leader however you want to phrase this over nether realm so it's chinook who's normally over this realm apparently and we're led to believe that he's in prison of some Mm -hmm. sorts right now so we end with shao khan just shang soon you idiot i can't believe this happened um we're gonna invade earth and it ends with that. And you're like, oh, damn. I hope there's a second one. I did some research, Ben. I haven't seen anything in the works. Nothing's been announced, which kind of sucks. I, But again, with this being only 2020, I I don't know how fast they would turn that around. That was our thing with like the, the Turtles v. Batman. Nothing's ever been... I mean, it's it's set up for a sequel, but nothing's been said. So I don't, I don't know, man. I really hope... They can, but maybe because this new theater release is coming out, they're taking a a break? I don't know. I mean, it says the trailer was released on January 20th of 2020 when released of March 8th of 2020. So, I mean, we're just now over a year old. Well, a little bit, but not much. Right. Um, so, I mean, they've got time. Did you ever... Does this show how much it costs to make this? What their like budget was? Huh. Why? What's your Oh well, yeah. Yeah, keep going. What's up? Oh well I was just gonna say, um as Rian said that it earned five hundred and eight thousand from domestic DVD sales and two point one from domestic Blu ray sales. Two point one mil. Bring its total home video earnings to two point six mil. Not really? bad. I mean I couldn't find a budget, but I mean, I'm sure it probably wasn't insanely much. Yeah, for an animated movie. I mean, you're paying. Still, like, that's, yeah, not bad for just literally being released on on DVD and Blu ray. So I guess. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. This kind of helps answer the question we've kind of had about some of the properties and things we've talked about where. You have a property that is, we've got a video game. Mm-hmm. Okay, we want to turn that into a movie. Well, what's the best way to do that? Do we really need it? I think with a property like a Mortal Kombat, you are A-OK to put this into an animated format and make it R. Mm-hmm. Now, my question also with this, theater release. This why, would have been dope to have a theater release. Yeah, why is this not going into theaters? Because yeah. I think we might have mentioned podcasts ago, and I really hate to talk about it because I want to get over it, but fuck COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's 
it just mess with all the productions of stuff. If you can get people to animate, voice record, and do all this stuff in whatever safety regulations you want to have, should we see a swing? And I'm not saying this is a bad quality. I mean, you can always increase qualities and whatever. Mm-hmm. And getting longer run times and higher quality, <clears throat> insert whatever here, to put these out into theaters or onto your streaming services. Mm-hmm. I would like to see more things hit the animated. Well, I'm way. I'm sure that it's, it's got to have a big following. I mean, uh, I, I guess I don't like that they I, set this up like the first Mortal Kombat movie. If the intent is not to do a second one, because um, I want like the forethought of like, okay, we're going to set it up, but how likely are we to do it? If it's a 50, 50, Maybe have a different ending. If you're leaning towards higher than that number, like, yeah, have your stinger scene. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Well, yeah, because, I mean, they're setting up to do a second one, you know? And, so, where's our second one? And that's my gripe with, like, that Turtles v. Batman. Like, you set it up, and mm-hmm. that, that one is a couple a year or two older than this one. I want my sequel, man. You guys did it yeah. good the first time. Don't tease me with more. And then just, like, oh, no, we're... We're not going to do it because I go back to like the video game question you brought up. When's it been a good adaptation? Part of the problem is being able to tell that kind of story. Mm-hmm. I mean, for hell's sake, like Mario brothers had a TV show. Granted yeah. there was a little live action, but the main part of the stores were always animated Yep, because it's a weird idea anyway, mm-hmm. but take your major game franchises of like, Gears of War, Halo, Halo's found some life, live action, not yeah, and some some animated. Is there an animated movie? I think so. Yeah, I think there's a f- uh, there might be a, a few animated. I mean, you stuff, have you but... had a Final Fantasy that was a 3D movie back in the early 2000s, late 90s, mm-hmm. maybe. Yep. I mean, you're telling me like, oh, we did go see batman the killing joke but that was a special event at our theater Mm -hmm. i don't know what kind of release that got but i guess my point is i want more of these animated movies coming out yeah if if this is the quality that we're going for and we're not afraid to hit the r just for the blood and guts alone let's do it man Mm -hmm. why are we why are we always dicking around with having to put everything live action half that shit anywhere you cg yeah, and I, you know, I've actually, I'm kind of curious now if if there's any like releases, uh, you know, because like the like Batman stuff, for example, like there's there's Batman animated films coming out all the time. Yeah, DC's really hitting. You know, that and it's like hard. it's like why why shouldn't any of those come to theaters? You know, like I mean, that actually is a good question. Like, why not? I mean, there might be something under. Uh, hidden or or hidden details we don't know about as to maybe why they're just going straight to blu-ray releases i don't know but yeah i i would agree with you on that it'd be cool to have you know i mean this one would be great to see mm-hmm. in theaters i mean go back to like you've got your your animated tv shows that are adult oriented your family guys your your south parks uh rick and morty's Mm-hmm. Um, those and it all goes back to I, I don't know how you decide what medium you're gonna put your product on. With those ones, those were solely well, we want to make a wacky cartoon. Okay, cool. Well, now we've got 
a brutal video game that we want to adapt and and dive into some of the mythos, tell some of the stories. How do we do that? Well, the cheapest way is probably animation, right? Right. Okay, well, who's going to see it? Well, whoever buys it on DVD. Well, why don't you release it in the theaters? Mm-hmm. I, I guess I need I need someone who's into that uh, world with the budgeting and and to give yeah. me the logistics of why you wouldn't release an animated movie like that to to yeah. for everybody to at least have a chance to see because from my side I'm less likely to see it if it's just on a DVD shelf at a store to buy because I don't know if it's any good right and if you're not publicizing <laughs> it enough. I'm not seeing a trailer, so I'm just going to walk by. But if you got a trailer out, I'm more inclined to go to a theater or find it on a streaming service. Yep. Exactly. Maybe. Am I Am I wrong? Like, I no. just... I mean, this isn't a new concept that we've got a... I'm going to use the word adult. Animated movies and TV shows. Like, let's just... Let's kick it up a notch. Let's get these into, like, the theaters longer and, and actually do stuff. Because, quite honestly... I have hopes for the 2021 release of Mortal Kombat. Same. What I kind of wish would happen is you just put that runtime and make it an animated movie. Because you know what? Make it our second one. Yeah, like you can do anything you want with the animation. Mm -hmm. Because we're already in a make-believe world where people can shoot fireballs and freeze people. Like, Let's just stick to that. I don't know. Do people, or is that just such a niche market that it's not profitable? Well, and that's what I was wondering too. Like, I, I feel like that they would have some traction here. And I, so I, I saw this, I don't know, this might've been like th- this year, maybe it was like late last year, but there was this, um, anime movie that came out in Japan. And I think it was like their highest selling anime movie. And I'm pretty sure it went to theaters there. Really? So, with that in mind, I feel like why not here? Like I know there's there's plenty of people here that would probably see that, but that's the question. Like I, I just I don't know, you know. Like if if a Batman animated movie were to go to theaters, like how many people actually go see? You know, like The Killing Joke. Like how many theaters was that actually in? You know, like I I, I don't know. I feel like there is because I feel like a lot of people watch that stuff on like streaming services. I don't know if maybe they want to go to theaters to see that. I, that's actually a very good question. Oh, I'm just looking through like a quick list of like animated movies. Like, there's a Ghost in the Shell, the new movie that was in Japan. So, but then you get like a U.S. Uh, oh my gosh, non-cartoon version, a real life version of it. I I haven't seen it, so I don't I can't say anything about it. But again, like going back to Batman: The Killing Joke or any Batman story, like if you want to take a comic idea there was a one recently that i thought looked good is that the um the long halloween yep and that one uh hush yep you know those are all based off like a specific comic run and so of course you're not going to be like hey big production studios uh make my six issue comic book but you know what as i say that i forget that's pretty much what they try to do with venom yeah we're gonna take this little snippet and this is our movie yep fucked up big time anyways go back and listen to episode one if you want more on venom so and maybe maybe you'll get a treat of some venom too if that ever sees the light of day maybe but anyways not to digress too much but if you want to be able to tell like a specific story 
animation is the way to go. Yes. It keeps people interested. It gives them a visual medium to experience that on. And I'm not, this isn't a nitpick at DC or Warner Brothers animation in any way. Release some of these in the theaters, maybe. Yeah. Get me excited. Like, you've got big name people voicing these. Like, I think that it's deserving to have those in the theater for a little while. And again, maybe it's just too expensive to do that. But you imagine if you're saving costs making it, you yeah. would. Put I mean, some in advertising, put it on, yeah. Take take your big blockbuster, would or any summer release. What are you talking? Thirty so million dollars, you know, to make it. Yeah, you're telling me you can't get a budget of like half of that to do your full movie and then get some kind of marketing to release that into a th- for real to theaters. I feel like this should be a win win, but but I guess maybe they're not making fifteen million back on it. But then you got DVD sales coming down the line, so yeah. I. It's this weird thing of I would like to see more. I just don't know if it's feasible in any right, way it actually even happened or why it's chosen to do it like who framed roger rabbit is a mix of both <laughs> at the time that was probably just a wacky ass idea and like oh yeah we can do that let's do it but now we're like fully animated like bring it give me a two hour yeah whatever thing that looks cool and throw it into the theaters but maybe it is too much of a niche market yeah i don't know because you got your comics your Mm-hmm. you know your video games and whatever else and maybe there's just nothing but again though you're releasing a mortal Kombat live action movie yep it was asked the question who is this for <clears throat> mortal Kombat fans Everyone. and people who want to go see a great or hopefully a good movie yes say great movie i don't have seen it yet i don't know we're hoping i mean you're really banking on it that it's going to be just Dude, I, super great. You know, it'd be so funny. Is what if it's literally like the almost the exact same story as Scorpion's Revenge? Like, what if it follows that <laughs> plot, like that same plot? Well, because I mean, you see Scorpion Sub Zero fighting, so it kind of makes you wonder. And then you kind of see. I mean, don't you see Sonya, Jax, Johnny Cage isn't in it though, right? I, I haven't seen a trailer but, where he's in it, but it was. I don't think he's in it, but yeah. Either way, I feel like that'd be pretty funny if they closely followed it, you know, or just half of it. But still, I mean, I don't really care as long as it's something that you know makes sense and is good and flows, then whatever. But like I said, I guess we'll see. Well, I think you got to realize, like, there is certain points or certain highlights of the movie that you are more exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. And like, if I remember right, and maybe we've talked about before, like the original game wanted to have like Jean Claude Van Damme in it, mm-hmm. you know, a legit fighter who's an actor, and so you've got this character who personifies that. The Sub Zero and Scorpion thing seems a lot more interesting. I'm not saying Johnny Cage can't be a good thing, but I'm looking at the list for the 21 version. Mm-hmm. No one is slated to play Johnny Cage. Yeah, there is no Johnny Cage. So that's why I go back to, is this just not a character that is exciting enough or fits into this world, and so he just gets shoved aside? I don't know. Because if you look like this new character, this Cole Young they've got, he kind of takes over the Johnny Cage role because he's like an MMA fighter. If you take out the washed-up actor who may or may not fight and you substitute in an MMA fighter, you're almost doing the same thing because look how many of those guys are legit actors now. Dave right. Bautista. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I mean, I guess The Rock was more like 
the wrestling, WrestleMania stuff. I mean, kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you just sub out like, ooh, actor who can fight with, ooh, a fighter turned actor kind of mentality, like you're, you just go by a different name. You're no longer Johnny Cage. You're this cool young guy right. now, which I get. And so I think, you know, you go back to the animated stuff. You you got to make it the most interesting you can. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. We talk about like the the voice talent you get for these, and I get Mark Hamill is a great Joker, but is that and and Kevin Conroy is Batman? But is mm-hmm. that why you put the Killing Joke in the theater and not something that has Joel McHale or Jennifer Carpenter in it? Like, yeah. I I get there's a a difference in maybe like stature or whatnot with these people. Put it out there, man. Let's all see this. I agree. I think this would have been a great watch in a the theater. Yeah. Uh, I definitely went to the theater to on see a, this on for a sure. big screen. Well, probably not last year because, you know, COVID, but still. And maybe that's why it never went. Maybe that's what we're missing. Yeah, but stuff wasn't, the anime stuff wasn't really coming to theaters in the first place. That's true, too. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll eventually get a change of events. Guess maybe we'll we will. See. So so far of the three, I mean, obviously this is the mm-hmm. the top notch. I still put oh, MK one and Annihilation. I don't know nine and ten. I'm hoping twenty one version just goes above and beyond. I was gonna say twenty. This version is either going to be uh, actually I'm calling it now. It's it's not going to be better than Scorpion's Revenge. I'm pretty sure Scorpion's Revenge is still going to be number one in my book. And then it's probably going to be this, the 2021 Mortal Kombat. Why? Because just like we said, man, it's animation. I mean, granted, yeah, the story, there's some little, you know, plot holes here and there. But as far as, like, the brutality and the caliber of everything, it was, like, perfection in my book. Like, they, they play that off pretty smooth gory the whole nine yards with it now like i said that goro scene man gets me every time yeah that that every time scorpion yep yeah just oh man (laughs) the little flap of skin just hanging there (laughs) poor poor goro we hardly knew you but i mean i would like to have this one the new film is number one but like I said, I, I don't think it's going to be that way because, you know, live action. But I like to be proven wrong. So so you you don't think we'll get the blood? The I'm, not, I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I'm just saying, like, it might not be on the level as to what Scorpion's Revenge produced. But, like I said, I could be very wrong. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. It's just... It goes back to that question of how do you determine what kind of medium to put your project on to tell the story and is it worth telling because in a lot of ways I could see how that uh, that YouTube version of Mortal Kombat works mm-hmm. and it's each episode is a look at the characters kind of thing like that's a lot to shove into a, a movie right I don't, I'll beat you to it unless you're Zack Snyder Fuck. Uh, I wasn't even going to say I, that. Yeah, but I saw your brain thinking it. <laughs> Literally wasn't even thinking it. 
Uh, yeah, I just it's an interesting time we live where a comic book movie can easily or a comic book can easily become a movie or not because again, I the question how do you decide because Amazon's got two properties right now both based on comic books. One is live action, one is cartoon. Mm. How do you decide and why do you decide to go one route as opposed to another? They're both superhero mo- shows. No idea. They're both gory. They both push the push the envelope. Why is one this and the other is not? Who knows? Is it strictly because of type of story and what you're limited to do if you're live action? Possibly. And but then why was this one like or maybe creative process? Maybe they thought that it just in general, it'd be better to do animation, like maybe when they were thinking about it. I mean, I, dude, you're asking the wrong dude. No, it's an interesting thing to think about. Of like, true, the animated one obviously but, can do a lot more and introduce things because it's an animated. Like you're not having to get people props, yada yada, blah blah blah, CG, this that, and the other thing. You can just do it. But I go back to, but why is one deserving of a live action, and one isn't? And I'm not saying the live action's a superior medium but we're living in a world of but why did you decide why is this decided to right. do this and not both well it's cheaper it's cheaper to not, yeah. yeah we'll bring your comic to life but we're keeping it animated mm-hmm. production costs okay cool but now we've got this one. Oh yeah we're keeping it animated production costs and that one's dude that one's got a lot of big names to it mm. and it Again, I I get it because now you're not asking people to go to the gym to get buffed to play five seconds of a Jim Gordon in a four-hour movie. Yeah. I still haven't seen it yet. Lacking, dude. I know. But I want to talk about Batman or Justice League because that's not here nor there. Well, folks, I, I think it's a recommend on our end for movie rewrite. Uh, Mortal Kombat Legends scorpion's revenge is a recommend dude it's an hour 20 of your time yeah it's worth it i mean literally the what the first like five maybe 10 minutes is just i mean yeah it it kicks it off in a high gear real quick yeah you get a good feel from here on out it Mm -hmm. it has very little lulls in the yeah i mean it moves at a clip yeah and nice i i think i think it's a good companion to the video games probably Mm-hmm. And hopefully the new movie coming out, we will see. Got my fingers crossed. That that Gretel get over here, man. It's the greatest. Yeah. All right, movie rewrite. We say watch Mortal Kombat, Legend, Scorpion's Revenge. Until next time. Watch it now. Yep, we're going to Mortal Kombat this. <laughs>